It's time for That Was The Woke That Was with Andre Walker. Hello and welcome to That Was The Woke That Was, the topical quiz show that asks you the wokest stories of the week. And we guarantee there's absolutely no snowflakes allowed. Well, on my teams tonight, we've got Lizzie Cundy and Pete Barnes and, of course, Anna McGovern and the lovely Maya Tuzzi. <laughs> Let's get this party started. So first, to Pete and Lizzie. Yes. Uh, in his new book, <laughs> Prince Harry has revealed that he had a frostbitten penis mm. at William and Kate's wedding. You know, <laughs> this man is one of the most dull people I've ever heard of. Well, and all the juicy bits have already come out. I mean, the book was put on the shelves in Spain yeah. five days earlier. I mean, was that a mistake? Well, What's I, that I, about? I don't think it was. <laughs> I, th I, think, I think it was done deliberately. The, the book hasn't really kind of popped, like, I think, the way they wanted it to. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Pete, stop for a second. Are you saying that they're being dishonest and conspiring <laughs> oh, I, I in order to call them I, I, I can't How possibly comment on that. I can't believe it. I, know, I, I, I don't like to pull them into disrepute. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's so many bits. I mean, what about the older lady where he lost his virginity to, yeah. who likes horses? But also, but oh, some, of it, some of it was truistic. I'm not being funny, but overprivileged public school boy takes cocaine age 17. Yeah. I mean, it's not exactly hold the front page. I know, though, yeah. <laughs> I know, and having a scuffle with your brother. Yeah. You know, how yeah, many that's, of us have fights with Members. Sibling has fight. I'll tell you yeah. one thing, though. I'll tell you one thing, though. He's the first member of the army to admit being put on his bum by somebody from the RAF. That is, yeah. that is bad. But the that... thing is, I'm afraid Harry's lost his own family through this. He's lost his military mm. family. And he That's nearly really lost point. something else, his crown jewels, didn't he? With the old frostbitten <laughs> Was he? So it was It was at William and Kate's wedding. Was he a spur frostbitten <laughs> at a wedding? Well, the thing is, I, I, you know I knew Megan from before, Harry. Oh. And she was Harry. used to the old... Um, <laughs> used to the cold shoulder, but she wasn't used to the cold willy. Oh, oh, there we go. I mean, I was going to make a joke that I've had similar problems because when I go out on a date, my penis is in Siberia. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I normally do well. I normally do well. Anna, what do you think? Look, is this undignified? Is this an example of somebody having not 30 pieces of silver, but $20 million? And it's just the fact that he's made a career kind of, mon you know, monetizing off slating the royal family. Um, I mean, with my previous involvement with the royal family of charity volunteering and everything, um, they came together last year with the Diana Award when they were kind of pointing the 20 people across the world who recognised for their charitable efforts in Diana's name. Uh, and they seem to be quite a united front then. So I'm quite surprised now that he's kind of come forward and is then like berating the royal family like this and bringing them down the gutter. He, he, he compared Diana to the light of the Big Bang. Yeah. <laughs> and you think to yourself, it's almost like one of those people who sort of swallowed a thesaurus. <laughs> you know, that's, um, it's, like, it's like Russell Brand where, you know, they're no longer speaking intelligent. English. <laughs> and it's also why would you keep your you know your royal title and all the privileges that come with that if you hate your family so much? I like, drop yeah. the titles, um, but he has said today that he has no intention of you know dropping them. So it's like so you're going to talk badly about your own family, um, monetize off it, put it everywhere, and not drop the title. Now, Matt, I've got to ask you this. Look, in the book, he says that he had to explain to Meghan, this was after the William fight, why he had scratches on his back, shards of dog bowl in his bum, and his necklace had been damaged. I'm not being funny. Do you think it was actually William that caused that? Well, if, if I were dating or <laughs> married to someone like Meghan, if I have a fun night the night before, I'm probably going to have to come up with a fake story like that as well. <laughs> I think something else happened. How many, how, many times, how many times have you had dog bowl shard in your... <laughs> well, this week, all right. <laughs> um, no, the funny thing is, anyway, credit to um, Harry, he really dislikes the media, so he uses media for his own mm. platform. He says that the family and William 
oh, you know, it's, it's spreading all the private conversations, leaking. Well, he literally, not just in his book, but with his own best friend, Tom Bradby on ITV, started actually completely exposing one-sided conversations and very, very detailed private stuff. And my whole issue with this is not really uh, about the, the family gossip. I'm a monarchist rather than just a royalist. And this is actually completely undermining national security and the constitution mm. and everything else. Mm -hmm. That's my issue. I'll tell you what I found extraordinary with Tom Bradby. I don't know what you think about this, Pete. I kept wanting to say, who? Who? <laughs> yeah. Who? He sat there going, he sat there going, oh yeah, the, there are some people who've been leaking. There are some people in my, who? Um, who? Yeah, give me a name. They haven't gone in front of a journalist that isn't on their side. Mm. And I had tremendous respect for them if they'd have gone in front of a journalist or a, co like a commentator or whoever, who is isn't like on the Sussex's side. Like the ultimate sycophant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, so like they had Oprah and Anderson Cooper and all that. So of course they're going to be on this side. They, they fall in that side of the political spectrum. So of course they believe that the royal family is racist. They always naturally do. So I would really have more respect for them which I don't, it can't, it can't go any lower, if I'm being honest, but if they'd actually, uh, you know, yeah. have a difficult interview. But yeah, but you'd, yeah, but you'd have more respect for them if they were a lettuce from the planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not lettuce, Liz Trust. Yeah. 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 The thing is, when you do an interview, you're supposed to challenge, aren't you? Yeah. you it, it was such an easy ride. And the thing is, he never, um, Tom never mentioned the Taliban. What about Harry saying he killed 25 yeah. of the Taliban? That was never I don't think. Up. I don't think it was that that was as much of a problem. Because, of course, if you're in some sort of military asset like a helicopter, you can do that, chess pieces on a board. I mean, actually, I think that most soldiers would be respectful to the soldiers that they fight and the soldiers yeah. they kill. But it's not the way you behave. And uh, I knew someone that was actually in Afghanistan with Harry, had three tours with Harry, and that is not what you do, the, how you behave. Mm. It goes against every grain of being in the army. And it's also put them at security risk. No. And that is why he won't be at King Charles' coronation, because of the security now. Now, you, now you, were, you were a friend of Meghan Markle's. You got ghosted, like somebody else of this parish, <laughs> Piers Morgan. Um, how much of her did you see in this? Because I just think that Harry's not the sharpest tool in the box. I mean, uh, no, no, let's not be rude. Mm -hmm. He got a B in art, apparently his own work, and a D in geography, definitely his own work. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, he's not the sharpest tool in the box. I was always told that he was a big believer in public duty. Mm. And, hey, look, he served his country in the military. It sounded quite American, all of these mm. interviews. Mm. And the book sounds... I'm not being funny, but vomit-inducingly American. Well, sadly for me, I think he's had too long with therapists. He was using strap lines. It wasn't coming from him. It sounded like therapist talk. Yeah. But sadly for me, this... I think this is Harry. I think a lot of us have always poked the finger at Meghan, saying it's Meghan, Meghan's doing. This is Harry. And don't forget, he's nearly 40 years old. He's a grown man. And you could see he's had so many grievances from such oh, a young age God. with all his family. You know, he didn't stop know? moaning. In fact, I fell asleep halfway through. When, he sat, when he, sat there, he sat there going, oh, my dad cut me off from my allowance and my house wasn't very big. You're nearly 40, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, right? can, you, can you imagine me, like, literally, this big, fat porker, I'm 42 years old, can you imagine me taking taking to talk TV and going, I'm so angry my father cut me off. Like, <laughs> exactly. But what annoyed me the most with all of this is he's gone on about the press, the media, blaming them, the royal leaks, and there he is. On, you know, his father has just buried his own father, Prince Philip, and then he's saying what his father had said to him, saying, mm. don't make my last days a misery. For me, that is unforgivable. Yeah. Mm.
Absolutely. Okay, well, look, is it true or false? And I'll just read it out. <laughs> was he, was he, no, in fact, I'm going to do my version. Was he a spur frost bitten penis at a wedding? Yes, it's <laughs> true. It's absolutely true. <laughs> okay, well, they got the relatively easy question. Here we go. Here we go. So, Maya and Anna. Mm -hmm. NHS dentist shortage is so bad that four in ten Brits have tried pulling their own teeth out. Look, can the NHS come back from any of this? I don't think so, and I think many people have lost trust in the NHS. I mean, over Christmas, for example, I was very ill, um, and for over, you know, over a week, um, I think I had the strep that was going around. I called the pharmacy, and I was actually told on the phone that I'm taking away from a real emergency. So I think, especially for some people that, you know, older generation, they told me that before asking me, you know, my name, my age. They just mm. said, you know, if you do get this appointment, you will be taken away from an emergency. Mm. Imagine like an older person who's been told that, you know, they're kind of invalidated in what they're, um, you know, experiencing. And it might actually detract people from getting the help that now, they need. Now, now, I'm not being funny, but <laughs> I was ill over Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> three, three bottles of Baileys. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was destroyed. Also, I'll tell you something. Never drink, never drink any of those Irish creams that are three years old. Oh, it got nasty. Yeah. It, got, it yeah. all coagulated at the bottom. <laughs> Can I just piggyback off the back yeah. of that there? That There's two real problems when it comes to the, the dentist's issue. One yeah. is access and the other is cost. Yeah. Mm. There was a polling done... I'm going to be the nerd of the group again. And there was a polling done just before Christmas that 90% of dental practices aren't taking on new patients. 90% yeah. yeah. in the country. That is an astronomical figure. Yeah. It, Maya's perfectly right that if we go back to 2008 when the new dental kind of um, under, uh, workaround or whatever you want to call it mm. was implemented, that was under the Labour government, it was a complete catastrophe then. Everybody said it yeah. was. And it's just been kicked into the long grass and this programme has been left to foster. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, well let, me, let, let me give you a piece of advice on dentistry. Right, I've not got the greatest dentistry in the world, but I will tell you, the first two sets are free. The third one, I could have bought a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll guarantee you, they're, so not, they're not real. They're not real. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting Ryland's second lot. You know he's had his new ones. He's his old My goodness happy. me, Lizzie Cundy is so desperate to hang around with celebrities, she's borrowing my <laughs> Ryland's false teeth. I am, I've got <laughs> his... Ryland, Ryland doesn't have false teeth. Let's, let's just be clear. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to get wait. sued. Yeah. No, I won't. I won't. I'm really am having them. But one thing you've got oh, to sorry, remember... Sorry, sorry, You're actually getting <laughs> yes, yeah. Ryland's, Ryland's old, old teeth. teeth. He promised me them for Christmas. I'm very happy. I mean, I mean um, what uh, sort of... Sorry, sorry. When I write to Father Christmas... <laughs> no, you know, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Uh, Cindy doll, uh, you know, latest toy, you know, oh, no, bit no, of Lego, no. Ryland's teeth. <laughs> Ryland's teeth. They've got the best smiling trophies. Made yeah, of a star. Yeah, but, yeah, but you know what? He's got a nice arm. I wouldn't steal it off him. <laughs> no, you're not like me. I'd nope. steal anything. But the thing is, what you've got to remember but you've got to be very careful with your teeth. As, we, as we're saying, can't get dentist appointment, can't get a dentist. My mum puts a coin in the Christmas pudding. Who, who bites on it? <laughs> yeah. oh, well, let me, let me just, say, let me just say the thing that I've always made clear. If you take medical advice or dental advice from a political commentator, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. So let's just, yeah. let's just disregard <laughs> all that. That's largely because we don't want to yeah. get sued. But anyway, uh, have four in ten people mm. uh, considered pulling their own teeth out due to NHS shortages? Is it true or false? It's true. It's true. Yes, it's true. true. It is absolutely true. <laughs> okay, so Lizzie and Pete, the BBC has wasted seven million on new logos that look exactly the same as the old mm. one. Now, I think the critical thing to this question is, is it only is seven million? Is it only million? seven million? Right? Yeah. Because my first point, you know, is we, it only seven we, million? We've been here before with this <laughs> question. Yeah, we right? have, we Where have. things can be carefully written. <laughs> yeah. 
No, this is well. This looks, oh, well, we know we know this is true. Yeah, but we? no, I don't know if you've ever seen these new logos. Yeah. They look like they were done by a four-year-old. My <laughs> big thing is. Which company has designed them? Because they have taken the BBC for every bit of money they could get out of them. Oh, I'm not being they? funny, but, but you know, a PR firm takes public sector Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, hold, yeah, the hold the front page. page. Yeah, but who's but, responsible for this? Someone must be accountable. Uh, th that's, it, that's the real story behind yeah. this, is that this is, yet again, the BBC are a public institution spending an astronomical amount of money and nobody being accountable for who signed the cheque or who gave this approval. Mm. Because I'm not being funny, if I did that in where I work, yeah. I said, with that amount yeah. of money, I'd have been given a pink slip and shown mm. the door. Exactly. Yeah. We're all paying now, now, our BBC licence fee. I can still pay mine, by the way. I'm not that old. But <laughs> I, it really <laughs> it, 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 Lizzie, it, Someone Lizzie. should be accountable for this. Lizzie, we've been told not to make any further jokes <laughs> about your age, right? <laughs> well, you know, but my, I'll tell you what we need to get the BBC to do your we are the media logo we need we need to get the same firm by the way we're allowed to talk about the Maya Tuzi YouTube channel because that's not promoting it because nobody can spell it. Right? So, so, so we're all right there. OK, so so your logo, how much did that cost? <laughs> no, do you know what he's done? Do you know what he's done? He's literally exploited some Chinese child who's done it for Fiverr. No, it, it was like an 18-year-old subscriber on my YouTube channel. He messaged me, I was like, yeah, why not? Uh, really? So you got yeah. it for free? I, I, yeah, but I, I did bump into him in, um, in a pub in Westminster. Ooh. I bought him a pint. So Water a pint? I was going to say, but you drinking Weatherspoons, that's one night <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, the whole issue with the, the, the BBC is um, the, con the Conservative Party did the same thing about, what, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, when they changed their logo, that tree? Mm. That cost a lot of money for no reason. The BBC got desperate. This idea came out about a year ago, and this whole project took them over, over a year to actually sort out the logos and everything else. It's just desperation. The people at the top, they're so out of touch mm. because they got, they're under pressure uh, from the DCMS the, and the, the media the department. They, they think that they might lose their license by 2027. So they thought, if we just like change uh, the decoration of what we are, then we could say, we are. What we, what we really need to do is rearrange the chairs Re on the deck of the Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. Anyway, exactly. anyway, so Lizzie and Pete, seven million new logos. Sorry, only seven only million. Exactly. Only seven only. million new logos. Is it true or false? True. I think it's true. It's true. It is absolutely true. Now listen, we're doing okay here. 43 points to you and 27 <laughs> points to you. That's all to do Very with the fair. editing. That's all to do. <laughs> can't, can't do things necessarily in chronological order. Anyway, to Maya and to Anna. Students have slammed the University of Winchester for wasting £24,000 on a life-size statue of Greta Thunberg. How dare you? You have learned my talent. How dare you? £24,000 are life-size so this big. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like, how is that so expensive? Furbies are cheap. To be fair, considering um, we have our own Greta, which is Shimon Begum, uh, the British <laughs> Greta Thunberg. We have a big problem right now because um, a lot of political debates and these cultural debates is about, I'm going to support someone just to oppose you. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people who are backing Greta are simply backing her because they say, well, some people are mean to Greta. They don't even care about the ideas. Yeah. They don't even pay attention. So they will literally start building statues mm -hmm. without knowing yeah, why but, they're doing it. But Anna, 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 here's the critical question, and it's for a bonus 50 points. <laughs> what? Right, right, bonus <laughs> That's 50 not points. Fair. Come on, come on. Right, because I'm lost by this one. And now, admittedly, I've, I've already told you I'm older. Okay. I'm lost by this one. 
what is the what is the woke objection to Greta Thunberg? <laughs> because I, I understand I understand Thomas Guy. I understand uh, you know all these people in history. Winston, I even understand Winston Churchill. But I thought like she was the ultimate one. Burghouse jacket and my childhood <laughs> is being ruined. They love her, don't they? I think what sorry thing. They love her. The, yeah, I think uh, because I think for some people she sort of represents the whole like kind of climate change brigade. But in terms of the students, I'm not surprised because I think especially for me, I'm about to finish my final year of university. And I feel like I haven't had a university, you know, the kind of experience that was sold to us when I signed up. Aww. And I feel like for the university, they're kind of distracting from the main problem. You know, we'll put a statue of Greta Thunberg and now we care about climate change. That will shut the students up. Yeah. But I think many people are just really unhappy with the experience that they've been sold. Well, yeah. I think, I think that we have to give her a round of applause and give her the 50 points because I Thank think, you. yes, <laughs> they don't dislike Greta. It was the 24 grand they were concerned yeah. about. I think it's a reasonable point. Also, anyway, oh. Is it true or false? Well, before I say that, I don't think we should build a statue of someone who has a haircut of a Hitler youth. No, we've talked about Greta before. I mean, she does have the styling of the young German. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not a, it's not a typically modern no. look, no, is no. it? No, I, I mean, but what's Andrew Tate going to do? He's going to go and throw <laughs> snowballs at it, isn't it? Oh, oh god! Oh no! Right, I'll tell you my problem with Andrew Tate. I don't know who he is, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it true or false? Yeah, it I is mean, true. Yeah, it's true. It is absolutely true. <laughs> That was The Woke That Was, continues after the break. Welcome back to That Was The Woke That Was. Isis Bride Shamima Begin <laughs> is launching a new weekly podcast for the BBC. It's called I'm Not A Monster. <laughs> but... Please tell me not. <laughs> and this is one of those where we're hoping it's false. Uh, yeah. I'm hoping, I'm praying this is false. I'm not going to lie. Every time I come on this show, I hope all of these questions I are false. Yeah. <laughs> now, I always remember what Johnny Gould said about her. To be fair to Shamima Begin, she does look good in a baseball cap. Yeah. Which I think is a reasonable point. But why are they giving her this time? Why well, are they, they giving her they, this they, opportunity? They, because basically they, they're trying to make her out to. Because Channel Four victim. said no. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> but if, I, I don't know how. Do you know what we talk about? Like we had jungle washing with um, Matt Hancock and all yeah. that. This, if you look what they've done to Shamima Begum, they've Western washed her. If you notice now, she's 23 years old. She's always she's got a ears pierced, she's got a nose pierced. <laughs> like she's out of the the traditional garbs and all the rest of it. She's mm. looking more like a more Western mm. figure. And this is to try and sell her back to the public. That's what this is about. It's about to re, kind of redo her image. But we've got to remember this girl, though she was young and a teenager, she knew exactly what well, she was this, doing. This her is problem, exactly her what problem is, let's, let's be clear, uh, Jamima Bagan's issue is that her terrorist organisation got defeated. Yeah. She wasn't yeah. fundamentally complaining about living there. Now, there are yeah. some ISIS brides who hated the place. Yeah. She's not one of them. She got beat. But the other thing that amazes me, and going back to the whole issue of Greta Thunberg, right, so these girls are the same age. One of them we have to listen to. <laughs> oh, she's saving the world. She understands everything as a 15-, 16-year-old, 17-year-old. The other one is she's only a child. She doesn't understand anything. Yeah. There's no consistency. Exactly. exactly. There's a difference exactly. between being a competent victimhood sort of personality and, a, and an incompetent one. So Greta is a competent one, whereas yeah. um, people like Shamima, for example, initially she got groomed by the Islamists. Then she's now getting groomed by the liberal woke stars. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Next, who's next? BMP? 
Like, probably five years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, right. that's, right. that's right. What she's doing is she's moving so far now. She'll be having Nicola Sturgeon. Relatively soon, she'll be having dinner with the EDL. I just like, you can get arrested for a mean tweet and people will shame you and make you look like the worst person possible. And then the BBC, like taxpayer funded, they're trying to make Sarima Bagan into sort of a hero and we should sympathise with her and what she went through. And I just think it's so disgusting. Yeah, she joined the most brutal, mm. fundal, you know, yeah, horrific group. It's extremely I mean, what, what makes me about ISIS? Bit. She comes from East London, turning up in Syria to local Christians going, you're crusaders. I'm being funny, love. They come from Bethnal Green. What are you doing? Anyway, anyway have um, the, the BBC... I mean, this is just depressing, isn't it? But have the BBC decided to give Shamima a weekly podcast called, it's called I Am Not A Monster... Please. Right, by the way, it's it, it's like who, who wants to be a millionaire? I don't know the answer until it comes up. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid. Well, she's, she's obviously trying to rebrand herself, yeah, like you said, but sadly, I think it's true. I think it's true. It is, alas, absolutely true. That's muted applause, <laughs> if you've ever heard any. OK, so on to Anna and to Maya. Former Prime Minister Liz Truss has signed a six-figure sum to join ITV's Loose Women. Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh. now, 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 here's the advice, here's the advice I'm going to give to everybody. If you want to go on Pointless at the end of your career or get your kids to go on that quiz show, Liz Truss, Liz Truss. Liz Truss. <laughs> yeah. she, she, she is, to politics, what the Central African Republic is. I've got friends in Westminster Bubble in Parliament and... I can't really make the joke I want to make about <laughs> Listras and loose women. Yeah. No, to be to be fair, we all know about the turnip Taliban going crazy about that. No. Uh, I said nothing. That was anyway. nice. <laughs> yeah, I love the way. That was the last belt. The last belt, literally. I, I love the way that immediately my just went. Anna. <laughs> <laughs> Distraction now. My truth. <laughs> um, I think. Well, I mean, I don't even know what she just discussed that would be, even be worthy of, you know, recognition more than being laughed pork at. It's embarrassing. Pork oh yeah, part, the pork. Oh. She's very passionate about the pork markets. Yeah. She could go She's, all day. <laughs> pork markets and cheese. <laughs> Well, you know, it's an average, average weekend. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I just think, like, the whole, the, her whole stint as Prime Minister, the, she, I think she's, like, the shortest Prime Minister. Yeah, yeah, 45 in, in days. Yeah, 45 days. And yeah. I just think the whole thing is so embarrassing, especially for yeah. the Conservative Party. Yeah. They have no hope, I think, do in know, this do you know, do you know what somebody said, to, somebody said to me the other day, right, and, and in fact, it was, it was a, a, a singer from Liverpool who, and, and this is the psychology of the good people of Liverpool. I went to school there. They said, she's done well. That is the minimum period to qualify for the Prime Ministerial Pension. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Only, only somebody from Liverpool. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> to be fair, she gets, she gets, what is it? 120 an extra, grand. Yes. An extra 120 grand a year for life for the 43 days yeah. she spent in Downsbury. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's not bad. Is. Not bad work. We yeah. can't have the lettuce on loose women. No. <laughs> okay. Well, no, let, let's be honest. It's just the most expensive welfare check there is in the country. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. I mean, I'm not being funny. I've never seen the media, the political establishment and the financial establishment turn on a person in unison like they did on Liz yeah. Truss. Mm -hmm. I mean, towards the end of it, I actually started to feel a bit sorry for her. Yeah. Mm. She I, looked dejected. Big, she looked awful. The, the big advantage, the big advantage about our current arrangements is, and I've said this before, 
Uh, Rishi Sunak will not be conspiring against the Prime Minister now. He's conspiring <laughs> against every other Prime Minister. Unless, yeah, in an unbelievable exactly. move, he's conspiring against himself. Exactly. And that's why they're doing so badly in the opinion Because I, I think, I was going to say, like, many of her policies actually would have worked. I think if she had the backbone to actually stick by what she said. I think where people started to lose faith was when she started to U-turn. Like, she had this yeah. manifesto, well, then suddenly everything started to go backwards and say, oh, actually, we're not going to do this. So then many people were thinking, well, do you have the backbone but, to leave but, this country? But see, I lost faith when she said, I'm a fighter and not a quitter. Mm. Wasn't that a Peter Mandelson quote. Yeah. Yeah. If you are quoting Peter Mandelson, then yeah. my advice is just give up. Exactly. Yeah. The more you turn, she can't go loose women because she'd say one opinion, then she'd be agreeing with someone else yeah. the next minute. She didn't stick to her guns. She oh. wasn't the Margaret Thatcher, was she? No. I think Lizzie's given you a clue. But is it <laughs> true or false? Uh, I, d false. I think she try and keep quite low profile false. for now. So, I'd, yeah, I'd say false. It is false. Well done. Well done. So now it's 336 points to you and 418 oh. to you. Really, really <laughs> great close. quiz. Thank Very you. Close. <laughs> Very close. Very close. One question in it. Anyway, uh, to Lizzie and to Pete, Rishi Sunak has been offered £1 million in exchange for going vegan for a month. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Well, no, I don't think so. And I, if he was going to do this, I don't think he'd admit to it because he can't admit to he anything. Admit he to doesn't anything. tell the truth. You know, I, have you got private health care? Mm. Uh, Shifty, my dad worked in a chemist. Give us the answer, yeah. Rishi. Mm. He never is straight. So I don't think we'd get to the bottom but of the thing this. That's but amazing, the thing that's amazing about this, look, even I... No, no, forget that. Even Piers Morgan would be willing to be a vegan for a million pounds yeah. if it was only for a month. But Rishi Sunak's so rich, there's a possibility he wouldn't <laughs> he care. Wouldn't care. That's well, really he wouldn't true. miss it. He wouldn't can imagine, can it. imagine being somebody who, if you won the mm. double rollover lottery, that would still be not your biggest source <laughs> of it. Yeah. In fact, in his case, it would be third. It would be wife's money first, personal earnings, lo double double lottery win, yeah. third. Yeah. I know. No, but uh, I, when we talk about the kind of advertising veganism, I presume that's what this is all about. Yeah. Like, I don't know if anybody's been on the tube recently, but you can't seem to move for adverts for, um, like, fake bacon and fake sausages mm -hmm. and all that. Like, it is absolutely everywhere. Oh, and, and it's all I, over I, the buses as well. You know, for regular viewers of this show, they'll know that I've railed against this, <laughs> but I'm on one of those venture capitalist websites to go, we've reinvented meat. Is it a burger? <laughs> <laughs> Is it a burger? <laughs> Have you reinvented And those sausages Why? don't taste like no. the real no, thing, no, do they? Quite good if you wrap them in pancetta. I don't wrap them in pancetta. <laughs> <laughs> I wrap them in bacon, but as we're in the posh studio, yeah, yeah. I felt I should pretend. <laughs> yes, we'll no, get posh. Uh, there was one advert I saw, it says, oh, the boomers had the property market, but we've got fake bacon. Yeah. And I was like, I'd rather have the property market, yeah. boomer. <laughs> I'd rather have an attractive property in Greenford. <laughs> exactly. I did try going vegan, though. It was tough. I kept dreaming about sausages. Yeah. It was awful. Well, that's got nothing to do with it. No, 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 no. I did. I really did. Lizzie. But on this, Lizzie, on this. we were... We, we were told we were told <laughs> to keep it clean. I am That's your mind. No, no, it's okay. you thinking about Prince Harry and the frostbite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. yeah, frozen sausage. Frozen sausage. That is the level. Frozen the sausage. Level. And it was a little cocktail sausage yeah. as well. Oh. Anyway. Chipolata. Chipolata. Oh, dear. Chipolata. No, to be honest with this, I think, as you, as you said, too much money. He wouldn't do it. He's, he's got enough money. 
No. It's um, uh, it's about a political statement. That, uh, the million pounds would go to charity. And I think Donald Trump was offered it before, and oh, Joe right. Biden, and right. I think they just outright ignored well, well, it. Could it, could it, be, could it be Joe Lysette and what he's going to do <laughs> is destroy the money yeah. and then not destroy it? And then not destroy <laughs> it. Yeah. I think it's, it's about making a political statement, because yeah. if he doesn't take it, then it's like, oh, well, he I doesn't mean, care I mean, about... I, I don't doesn't... mean to be awful, but a few years ago, when I was doing quite well for myself, I, I had an American Express Platinum card, Ooh. and they wrote to me, you know, you know your annual rewards, and it said, what you can do is you can either build a well in Africa or have a weekend in Paris. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, I was, thinking, yeah. I was thinking, you know, that well is important, and it is 40 people. But at well, the end I mean, of the day, the Stans Elise is great. Charity begins at home, Lizzie. It does begin at home. And look, I, I have to say, as we said, Rishi's got so much money, so much money. and he'd have to give it away to charity. And yeah. would he ever admit it? Because he doesn't admit to anything, does he? No. The man that parachuted so into number 10. So you're saying that it's elected. false? I think it's false. false. It is absolutely true. Oh. Oh. But, see, but see, Lizzie, the mistake he made was he hasn't said yes, he was just offered. Oh. She wasn't oh. listening to the question. Oh, Do you know what used yeah. to happen at school? They used to go, read the question. The question. <laughs> read the Got question. too excited. Read the question. She did get excited, yeah. but that was the frozen sausage chipolata. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so Maya and Anna, you're pulling ahead now. OK, so this is important. So, mm -hmm. since taking office, Joe Biden has spent... 282 days on vacation, and that's 40% of his presidency. Now, in this question, just to understand it, um, it's it's not what he thinks, it's whether it had been recorded officially. We know, that, we know that given one day he lost his door. That was, uh, and I'm guessing that doesn't include the time he's sleeping, because that's no, 364 no. days. <laughs> yeah. And, and amazing, much. actually, that his holidays are not noted, whereas with Donald Trump, his visits to Mario Lago, every single every, one of them. But that's, that's yeah. the hypocrisy of also the mainstream media in America and the political left, where Trump, not just when he was going golfing or anything else, even if he left the White House to go somewhere quickly, like Waitrose, yeah. they would literally be yeah. on him, be on yeah. top of the case every single yeah. minute. Whereas with Biden, I think it goes with the whole theory that he's not actually running the show. And he's made a mistake so many times and when he's on the stage saying, President Kamala Harris. Like, you're not helping the well, conspiracy yeah, theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've just got to say one thing to you. God bless you, but you're railing against the mainstream media. We've got all these cameras here. Look at the stage this place. There's about 800 lights up here. And let's be clear, a woman came earlier with a, a choice of jackets yeah. <laughs> and then fitted you with one. And he sat there going, oh, these mainstream media people. Oh, I'm such a renegade. Get me another jacket. Put my makeup on and do that. Well, we should change a word. You know, yeah. they used to be calling it legacy. Is it media. possible you're a giant hypocrite? Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like that great moment. It's like that great moment when he railed against the blue ticks on Twitter. <laughs> then, then when they offered him one, he had to say no because he, he was just so angry. Yes, it was bad. But uh, on on this one, I, I find it quite funny though because if you think about it, I bet Americans are quite happy when he's on holiday because it can't mm. be any worse than when he's actually at work. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. If you think about it, but um, also if you look at the kind of official days that he does, because they have to release what he does during the day. Mm -hmm. There's, like, huge gaps in it. So, yeah. what's, again, he's is having he having a siesta? He's having a nap. Yeah. We're going to ask, is, has he taken 40% off so far? Yes. Unfortunately, yes, probably. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is absolutely true. Well done. That was The Woke That Was, continues after the break. Welcome back to That Was The Woke That Was.
Uh, the NHS is wasting eight million a year on diversity and inclusion jobs. Look, the NHS, what a shambles it it's is at the minute, mess. and such mm. a waste of money. It's so yeah. mismanaged, and um, from head to toe, it oh, needs a whole it's reboot. It's ridiculous. But one thing you have to remember is that this kind of diversity and inclusion stuff—it's a massive industry now, yeah. and that, that's why it's not going anywhere. There was uh, some studies done that. Uh, between 2018 and, 2000 and, and 2021, the number of jobs that had diversity or inclusion in the title had gone up by 115% in that time. So, like, this, this stuff isn't going anywhere. And what's, again, we have to remember that the, this isn't the government making these decisions. These are, these are the people running the NHS. Yeah. These are the people at the top of the but NHS. This is, but this is, the, this is, I mean, obviously, we're here to have a bit of a laugh, but this is a serious point that I always think, look... If you look at what Tony Blair said about the stakeholder society, the whole purpose of that was whichever way you vote, it's all run yeah. by the quangos, it's all run by executive agencies, everything is done by consulting vested interests. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nobody, whichever way you vote, I mean, I nobody can tell me how I can vote to change the NHS and kick these lot out. Yeah, but it's really difficult because if anyone criticises the NHS, it's like a political football. They, yeah. they get, you get, you know, yeah. really yeah. told off. You can't but say that's anything. That's the thing. Whether the actual amount is correct, because we know they are wasting money on these diversity roles, whether it's 8 million, 80 million, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And all this research done by Taxpayers Alliance, many others. I think we need a new freedom of information um, kind of request on not just the cost of the roles, but the cost of the operation of it. Because yeah. you know, they're going to have the meetings, they're mm. going to have to have resources, they're going to have to like get together, they're going to basically take away time from working um, hours, not just the actual role. Maya, yeah. Maya, Maya, no, actually, Barnsley would be even funnier. <laughs> Barnsley, <laughs> Barnsley, if you self-define as an <laughs> Afghan woman right, <laughs> and, and apply for a diversity job, I'll give you 500 quid. If you make it to the interview, make, I'll give you a grand. If you get the job, yeah. well, keep the job, <laughs> you'll be quite yeah, well paid. Yeah, good I'll tell you what I'll try and do. I mean, I once, I once proposed one of my friends for Scrap Heap Challenge. Right, I'm going to go through all the diversity jobs in The Guardian. Presumably, that's where they are. Guardian <laughs> makes no money apart from diversity jobs. I'll apply for a diversity job and try and make it to the interview. <laughs> I think that would be a brilliant TV series. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, Actually, Barnsley, this would be my hidden camera series. Yeah, it? exactly. Andre does diversity. Yeah. <laughs> Und Und sorry, sorry, that was that was that was the show. jobs, not yeah, no, yeah. the dance troupe. But uh, if, you know, we we talk about like staff shortages on the front lines of the NHS. I think if you kind of work it out, I suppose. Well, the average wage of a, as, of a nurse is what about thirty three thousand pounds. Yep. I think it would probably work out at about maybe two hundred and fifty nurses mm. that yeah. this money could have been spent on. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the scandal of this. When people talk about more funding going into the NHS, which is what most people in this country want. It, they don't want it going on this stuff. Absolutely Here right. That's yeah. the okay, point. So, and it's so mismanaged and they have yeah. to do something. They it, really yeah. do. It sounds like you're going to... I, I think I know what you're going to say, <laughs> but here we go. Is it, is it true or false that the NHS is wasting £8 million a year on this? Yes, true. true. Absolutely true. true. Well done. OK, sticking, sticking with the NHS theme oh. to Maya and oh. to Anna. <laughs> Guy's Hospital in London has announced plans to change their name to People's Hospital <laughs> after complaints that the name is sexist. Now, bear in mind, the name is after Sir Thomas Guy. Yeah. <laughs> has anybody been stupid enough to think that it's, it's a reference to men? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm very much against people's things. Yeah. Because yeah. even from a right-wing perspective, we're not America. We don't do people's, people's this, people's yeah. that. It's just nonsensical. But, but um, one of the issues that we have with the whole NHS thing, any normal... Um, universal health care system is there to uh, take care of the people. 
But in this country, it's only the NHS that we are here to look after the actual healthcare system. And every single thing we do, we have to make sure I that thought, we're protecting I thought, I thought then you were going to talk about normal people. I had a friend of mine who went to, went to NUS conference and you had to say what, what your dietary requirements were. And you went, just normal. <laughs> <laughs> that is a disgrace. Everyone is normal. It was like, just, just normal. <laughs> I think everywhere, I think it's about it's sort of spewing and promoting the ideological narrative. Yeah. It's not even about people's healthcare anymore. Yeah. I mean, we have a backlog of, I think, when I saw last time, it was 7.2 million people right. who are waiting yeah, yeah. for NHS appointments and even more um, on the waiting list for like um, urgent care. And I think they're so focused on uh, issues that really don't matter at the end of the day when people are still waiting for these appointments. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know the word guy replaced with people. Uh, I think it's yeah. <laughs> so important. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I think it goes back to what you were saying, Andre, that are people that stupid to think that it's actually named after a person called Guy? And in my yeah. opinion, there are people out there that stupid. I, I think my yeah. when we've spoken on this kind of topic before, stupid. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I called you worse, but um, no, you actually brought it up one last time that um, about Gladstone Hall in Manchester yeah. mm. that's named after William Gladstone, uh, you know, a very famous abolitionist before yeah. abolition was a word and there was that much uproar about because he was like, seen as an old colonial name and he's like no this guy actually did something my favourite one in Manchester was when the free trade hall went bankrupt and the council tried to take it into public ownership it's, <laughs> it's the free, free trade, trade hall, hall. <laughs> and they go, the free trade hall can't fall into private hands what are you on about <laughs> <laughs> it is literally a monument to things falling <laughs> into private hands <laughs> anyway so, has Guy's Hospital considered renaming itself People's Hospital on the grounds oh. that somebody thought it was sexist? I don't think they will decide themselves there. I think they, they, they question that. The only, I'm just, I feel mm. like there would have been a lot more about it on the news, people Probably. discussing it because, yeah, I'll um, say false. you know, like, yeah. you know, supporting it, whatever. I, I'm going to say false as it well. It is yeah. absolutely false. Oh. Thank goodness. Well done. <laughs> Okay, so sometimes, sometimes the questions end up in an order, which makes them really quite easy. But anyway, nonetheless, anyway. <laughs> nonetheless, I will read this. I will read this. H from Steps has blocked oh. thousands of right-wing commentators on Twitter, including Peter Barnes. You. Yes. Now that's not. Oh, and, by me. the way, by the way, that's not your dad, Peter Barnes. No, this is that's me. this is literally a question about you. Hold on. What did it you is. say? Because okay. I know H is a okay, good fellow. Okay. So story time. Um, I actually have never interacted with H from Steps. <laughs> never interacted with him. You liar. <laughs> so no, why is he blocking? So basically, he went on this kind of big blocking spree of kind mm. of right-wing commentators, people who are gender critical, people who are conservatives. And he it was this big thing over Twitter. I think it was about Christmas time, yeah. I think, when this kind of happened. And like, it, I actually saw it because a friend of mine said he got blocked. So I thought... Oh, go on, I'll see if I've made the list kind of thing. Mm. And yep, sure enough, I'd been blocked as Direct well. And then like everybody was kind of screenshotting it and then like retweeting mm. it. And it just became this big thing. And it was like hashtag blocked by H. Yeah. Was like it was trending and it trended you, for like I, a week. I reckon, I reckon what I should do, because I was in the same boat as go, tragedy! <laughs> yeah. When H is gone, you can't go on, it's tragedy. <laughs> yeah. We don't know why you're going nowhere. <laughs> okay, you know oh, that. Right, a you bit know too steps well. way too well, yeah. okay. I, I did learn the dance. I'm gonna say I actually, when think, I was in primary school, I think look, I needed Do you think H had too many Baileys or Sherry's and he just got a little bit... Well, I, th I think that's probably excited. what it was, if I'm being honest. I think he kind of went, you know, he mm. 
had too many, like you said, too many sherries over Christmas, went on a bit of a blocking yeah. spree, and then he kind of got stuck in a rabbit hole. Mm. And, no, I think um, I give him more credit, because I, I, I will praise his efforts, because I, when I noticed I was blocked, and I went, I noticed who else is saying who's blocked, actually, it was, there was a proper campaign that he, he really? created, because he went after people that I knew of, but like regionally, locally, yeah. like some random centrist who said something about lower taxes. That person got yeah. blocked. Hold on a minute, hold on a minute. Hang on, hang on, actually, actually. I've been blocked. <laughs> I supported him. I've helped him. Stop everybody. Stop everybody. Right. Breaking news now that Lizzie Cundy has been blocked by Action I'm joined now in the studio with Mrs. Cundy. Lizzie, how are you? I'm, I'm absolutely gutted, actually. First of all, so we've, often, we've often said, Lizzie, that you always talk about your celebrity friends, and it's often been said on this show, the only celebrity you don't own up to being friends with is Adolf Hitler. Right? But, but this is somebody who actually now has blocked you. Yeah, H has blocked me. So can we now check something? I think it's worth checking. Yeah. Ha who has been blocked here by H and Steps? I yeah. haven't actually checked. Right, get checked. Checked. Right, so, I'm rather so, upset. I've been blocked. So actually, we are looking now at the very real possibility that everybody in this studio, of course, <laughs> It's talk TV, of course. I, yeah, of course. I love that man. I have been blocked. Oh. Oh. You're not right wing enough. I'm not right wing enough. Get out. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, what we need to do is so you've not been blocked by it from steps, but you need to be cast out of this studio. Yes. <laughs> if, if you like I tell time. you what, I'm hurt. <laughs> you've had worse. Yeah. You've had worse. I, I actually, well. Maya brought up a really interesting point there about how it's just kind of even people who aren't like ourselves doing these kind of TV shows, it was just random people who he's got out. Mm. It's a real guilt by association thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's not the... It's, it's your fault I've been blocked I'll sit next to you. It's like, it's like H, H is like the, the Kim Jong-un yeah. of, of yeah. Twitter, isn't it? Literally, if no. you are related to, have met, yeah. or in any way yeah. involved yeah. with anybody, <laughs> then you get stopped by yeah. it. You've, you've been put into the Twitter version <laughs> last time of H's North Korea. <laughs> last time this happened, I got cancelled by Indonesia. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, I know about that. H is a lovely guy. We've got to forgive him. You've been blocked okay. by everyone else. So, H, I mean, I don't even know why I'm reading this question out, but let's <laughs> anyway. H from Steps has blocked thousands of right-wing commentators, including everyone in this studio. <laughs> is that true or false? True. true. It is absolutely true! <laughs> that was The Woke That Was, continues after the break. Welcome back to That Was The Woke That Was. Uh, so this, <laughs> this is to decide who wins the entire game. What? Right. So come on, come on, focus. The Vatican has released a new a new range of flavoured holy water in an attempt to attract younger people. Primus, God. you reckon? <laughs> Pontiff. What, what's next? Vape? The Holy, vape. <laughs> the holy Spirit. <laughs> it's, it's funny. I mean, well, it's dark funny. Um, until recent, until a few years ago, I would have put like the ultra Catholics and well, Catholicism and ultra um, Islamism, same similar category in terms of the actual hardcore fundamental values. But now the Vatican is going woke. Yeah. The only yeah. non-woke religion left is Islam. Yeah. <laughs> when is Islam getting woke? <laughs> I mean, I, I, mean I, just, I, I, just, I just love the way that we've managed to get to a point where we're saying the Islamists of ISIS, well, at least they're not socialists. <laughs> I mean, come on. Is that the level we've got to? Also, also I'm not being funny. I'm not being funny. We recently buried uh, Pope Benedict, um, Joseph Ratzinger. Mm. 
He was hardly a left-winger, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Given, given that he was in charge of the Inquisition, not the, yeah. not the Spanish Inquisition, the global <laughs> Inquisition that ran the Spanish yeah. Inquisition. Yes. Right? That, is not, that is not somebody who's going to join their local Lib Dem focus team <laughs> no. anytime soon, is it? <laughs> so, so, Anna, you are the youngest person here. Uh, uh, Excuse uh, me. Yeah. Allegedly. There's, 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 there's bits of Lizzie's chest that are only... <laughs> <laughs> but but for, for the most part, Lizzie is older. Yes. Right. So on, on, the, on average, Lizzie <laughs> is, might be a bit younger than you. But, 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 but chronologically, legally, she is older. Still going. Okay. <laughs> still going. Okay. Careful. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, keep, oh, keep digging. Oh. Keep digging. Keep digging. So, so Anna... Have you bought a bottle of Prime? Are you a big oh, fan? Oh. I thought, by the way, I, by the way I thought KSI was a was a type of detective show. <laughs> <laughs> then, then I thought, then I thought it might be a fraternity yeah. at Stanford University. <laughs> well, I think a long time ago, I think religion and the church was a very important and kind of integral part of everyone's lives. But I think you know, as, you know, every, as we've progressed and everything i think especially on social media with like especially gender ideology mm. um i think a lot of people um with kind of what they're spewing online i think they're actually turning young people away from the church yeah. so maybe this specific question might not be I'm not, true I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not being funny though with the catholic church and i am a catholic myself mm. i mean mm. it's a bit funny a bloke walking around in a frock complaining about transgenderism <laughs> yeah. like, think, no, think, yeah. there is a degree of hypocrisy no, there. Listen, i was brought up with nuns i know you might be surprised i was brought up with nuns in a convent and the pope this pope we have now is pushing away the younger lot because he's stopping all the sort of latin mass the traditions and the youngsters how, want no, i'm that. sorry lizzie and how many? i do feel this could be true lizzie lizzie how how many people, how many people do you think younger people are pushed away from Catholicism <laughs> as, a, as a result, as a result of their reduction in the use of Latin? They yeah. miss, <laughs> they now, miss the said, traditional Latin maths. You said, don't, I, we, I, uh, you spoke to my priest, it's true. Well, I've got, I've got, I've got the silver order of the Guild of St. Stephen. Oh, well, no one likes to show off, darling. But like this well, question is one of the sensitive topics. So we're going yeah. to go to the lawyer's office after this. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm an Anglican, I have no idea what any of you lot are talking about. <laughs> Look, don't worry, don't worry, Latin's easy, Mint Tintus, Tintus, Bintus, Gintus, something like that, right? Gintus. Rough, roughly. No, Gintus is a type of pasty, isn't it? Anyway, anyway so to win, to, to win the whole game. Okay. And by the way, Anna, okay. you didn't answer whether you'd bought a bottle of Prime. Uh, I don't think I'd need to. Okay. I love the way she doesn't know what it is. <laughs> she doesn't know what Logan Paul is, but she, no. she assumes it's a type of sock. Anyway, anyway so to win the entire game, Maya and Anna. Is it true that the Vatican has released a new range of flavoured holy water in an attempt to attract, attract younger people? No, it's not true. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> true. true. It is absolutely false. Congratulations. You have won the game. Congratulations to our runners-up, who are Lizzie Cundy and Pete Barnes, but especially congratulations to Maya Tuzzi and indeed to Anna McGovern. I'm off now to attend a James Corden lookalike competition. <laughs> Till next time, goodbye. <laughs>